Let's go. Welcome back to another episode of J Crypto. Today, I'm here joined by uh, a founder of an upcoming NFT project on Cardano. His name is Osh. That's what, that's what his nickname is. His real name, I will ask him to pr- pronounce. I think it's Oshuma. Oshoma? Yeah. Oshuma. Oshoma. Told me to call him Osh. I think Osh is fresh. Yeah. Um, yeah. So basically, we are, we've been talking, and Osh is from Nigeria in Africa. We've been talking about the state of uh, crypto in Africa, and more importantly, Cardano. So, Osh, do you just want to re- reiterate what's kind of going on in Africa with uh, Cardano specifically? Yeah, so um, basically, um, the philosophy of Cardano is like decentralized, um, the decentralized blockchain for everyone and uh, make it affordable for anybody to run a node and um, to be able to participate in the blockchain. Basically. So when you look at how that is being translated um, with the way that they operate and the moves that they're making, IOHK, um, you see that um, they are doing, they're trying their best to make sure that um, these things come to, to light. Um, with the onboarding of um, 5 million students in Ethiopia to the, um, to the programs that they're running in Ghana that are going to start next year, um, like if you look at those things and you look at how it is needed in this context, it is, um, it is you, you, you might not be seeing all these things on ground yet because these are still early stages. Um, that's just starting um, the, the, the process. But um, if you look at how these things are being implemented or they're trying to implement, um, it is um, it is it is something of hope basically, and something that is giving like people in Nigeria, for instance, a chance to participate. So um, like quite alright, we do not have anything happening yet in Nigeria from IOHK. But there are a lot of Cardano enthusiasts here. Um, there are a lot of people that are participating in the network, not just Cardano alone, but the blockchain as a whole. So, um, like, it's a very vibrant economy. We have over 200 million, um, 200 million in population. Oh, can I just jump in there one second? So, yeah. it's, because it's really important what you just said, and I just want to, I just want to reiterate it. So basically, there's programs running in in Ghana and in Ethiopia and basically it's creating this like uh infrastructure where they're impacting the education system over there and giving some very high tech learning or education to making it very accessible and what's great about Africa is like China in, in the 80s I talked to you about this the in in the 80s china's population skewed very young and if you look at china now and what they've become it's it's remarkable they've built this incredible engine and whatnot whatever you know else you want to say about it but yeah africa is this the the, is this like very hot developing country and it's got a huge amount of potential and the fact that ioh is running these programs and making this education super accessible over there it's just going to supercharge this whole thing. Yeah, sure. Very, very, very important. Um, one, one of the things that we still have to look at is the, um, like the population, for instance, like in, in Nigeria, like you see that a lot of the population 
and like about seventy percent of the population are youths, and um, that's that's a huge number. So huge. there is this yeah, there's 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 this energy that is um that is brewing basically. Um, there's the lack of yeah, there's, there's there's this lack of trust in the educational system. Um, you see a lot of people going into into tech. Like um, I know of a couple of people that refused to um, go to college, refused to go to university because they did not see the point. Even me at my um, last year in college, I was thinking of dropping out, but I already finished. I already got to like four years, so I, let me just like, see it through. Let me just at least just get something. Since then, I haven't even used my certificate to, to work. Um, it's just the skills, your skills, skills basically that I've gotten from like self-learning and the likes that I've used to, to, to work. So like when you think about all these things that you see, like there is a need for your education, um, for, for Africa to participate in the next level of what is coming. Uh, and that's kind of one, one of the things that um, kind of um, uh, uh, helped it's like I, I belong to um, WADA. It is um, it is a, an organization that is trying to, or it's not trying to, like, it's an organization that is planting hubs in different African countries. It has a hub in, um, in Ghana. They will soon, like, launch a hub in, uh, in, in Nigeria here. So those, those, um, those kind of um, initiatives are already happening, even without IHK being involved. So the 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 growth like the hunger for the growth is 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 there. Yeah, hi, that's amazing, man. I'm really glad that you shared that because I'm over here in the U.S. and I just think that Africa is going to be such a such like a powerful entrepreneurial place and a lot of energy is there already. I my favorite thing about yeah. interviews, I told you this, is I get to talk to people from all these different countries. China, I get to talk to people in Australia and yeah. Africa. And it's just, it's just incredible, man. And um, I don't want to uh, talk too long about, about that, but I did want to give my viewers some kind of perspective on that since we have somebody from Nigeria here today. Uh, so one question I wanted to talk to you about is why don't we get into your project? So you got this project called Afriques. I think I saw that you're launching Afriques uh, on the 27th. Is that correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I so so Afrix and it's going to be an NFT collection on Cardano, and you're doing it on, um, or excuse me, you're doing it. Can you can you go into like how many NFTs you have? What's the general theme? Things of that nature. Okay. Yeah. So Afrix is um, paying homage basically to iconic African characters. So um, we are looking at like holding 15 characters. Initially, we were thinking of 30, but it was too much for us to tell their stories at once. So um, we are looking at 30, uh, 15 characters that um, have done iconic stuff in, in the past um, before colonization and even some like uh, after um, colonization happened yeah. in Africa. So, um, so like what these characters um, embody is a sense of self for the African and not just African for everyone to understand that uh, because there is this sense of um, uh, like a general sense of um, emptiness that comes when people think about Africa. They think about it being impoverished. They think about it being um, being 
some some say like savagery, um, like um, chaos, basically like wars and and famine, like happening in Africa. So um, that just to have like um, the image of pride, um, courage, um, bravery, things that um, people won't um, expect to have been um, in Africa before colonization, before everything so, became um, so westernized, per se. I may just jump in. Basically, yeah. you have these characters that are like true, real stories of um, basically heroes or very iconic people, people from Africa that have maybe maybe I wouldn't even know of because it's not what other like yeah. other countries and people know Africa for. And you're trying to educate uh, with this NFT project that, hey, guys, look, we, we also have these stories that make up Africa and what we're about. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's awesome, man. Keep going, man. I, I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to make yeah. sure I got it. No, 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 it's, it's fine. It's fine. Um, so, like, these characters are, like, um, embodiment of um, characteristics that we would um, maybe find in ourselves. And we we'll want to like um, um, put forward. So um, I'll give you an example now. Just like instead of instead of like, like there are some characters that are, are like violent in their approach, like um, because they are wartime heroes per se, and um, they had to fight like to um, defend their people. Uh, yeah. and, and there are some people that embody um, 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 empathy. Um, courage, um, love, and likes. I'll give an example of one of them. Is Mutan. She is. Uh, she was um, uh, uh, a, a character in in the past that like took children that weren't hers and took care of them. So basically, she was like the um, uh, first kind of the first person that started uh, uh, a kindergarten or like uh, orphanage. Basically, <laughs> so she was. Yeah, so she was like uh, 13th to 16th century during that period. So she took in um, a lot of children from parents, from streets, and she like took care of them like they were hers, but because she never had her own child. And um, what that happened was that um, she became very revered in the community. People really liked her, people loved her, and they wanted to be, uh, um, to trust their child with her. And um, when, later on, she she became very pivotal to the restoration of the rightful heir to the throne of um, of the of the Benin kingdom. So, like, when you think about um, 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 like winning uh, a, a war or winning um, your 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 birthright, basically, you see that it's not every time that you use violence to yeah. achieve your goal. Sometimes you use empathy. Sometimes you just have to be courageous to actually yeah. get there. So, so right. when you when you when you when you when you see these stories, when you hear, when you read about them, when you feel them, you become um, more enlightened, and it might touch you in a way that um, will make you think about how you approach different um, aspects of your life or how you approach different people. That's so okay. these stories, like. Yeah, yeah, so these stories are meant to like um, humanize um, everyone because they are, we can't be sitting behind avatars every day. We'll be seeing um, different profile pictures, um, tweeting on, um, going on Twitter, and um, going on different platforms, and like we'll not be able to see ourselves like physically. But when we 
have these stories, when we tell these stories, we'll be able to have that that emotion that to understand that okay, this is not just about um, an NFT drop. It is about spreading um, at, to as many people as possible these stories. So that's one of the things that um, one, this, one quick this, uh, question about. So holy macro, man, that's pretty interesting. And I like listen. I, I, you know, didn't we all come from Africa? <laughs> like, isn't that the thing? Like, we're all from Africa. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. So I yeah, mean, exactly. I, what, I'm gonna love your NFT drop because I think that there's a lot of different stories of Africa. I would love to just know since we're all, you know, yeah. allegedly from Africa. That's the root of humanity, right? Like. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's cool, man. Yeah. How, so are, are these stories, by the way, I'm just selfishly asking you this. <laughs> are these stories that you grew up knowing or did you have to research and get, get like a little in-depth to even find some of these characters and heroes? Yeah, so um, my first foray into these kind of stories were folklore. Um, there was this book, um, The Bottled Leopard, I first read when I was little. I read it under the candlelight uh, overnight and I just couldn't stop reading it because I, thought I was intrigued by it. It was a mythical story. And um, I think that was where the seed was planted. And um, I was always used to stories from Annie Britton, from Harry, the Harry Potter series. Um, so I, I kind of drifted away from those kind of stories and moved towards um, the Western um, view of life in general. So um, it started like a few years ago when I started reading more fiction from African writers. And um, I like basically was interested in knowing the things that happened in Africa before colonization because it just feels like history started after colonization. We just knew about the people that were the first presidents, the first... um, a person that drove a car, uh, some very vague kind of facts that don't really say much. They're just yeah. surface level. If you dig deeper, they don't really mean too much. And yeah. when you try to like find out exactly where these things come from, you are met with um, ignorance because a lot of people don't really know these things. So I started asking questions. I started trying to find out that okay, what's happening with um, these things. I wouldn't try to like have conversations with my dad about my family, our family tree, where did we come from, and the likes. And there's some quite there, there are quite some interesting stories about even the naming convention when you give birth to a child, how you name the child. Um, those things are, are kind of erased away by civilization. Um, we don't really know like how these things um, are practiced anymore. They are not documented per se, and uh, with time, as, th- as time goes on, we see that these things are becoming erased and we become like um, very bland. We don't really know who we are, like where we are from. And um, that is not something that, like, quite all right, we are people that, are, um, that should be united. But at the same time, our individuality, diversity makes us very interesting very interesting people to to have conversations with. So I might want to know your story. I want to know where you're from. And from there, I might have like ideas on things that we are connected with and might find you more interesting and um, have more depth, per se, to your personality. 
rather than just being um, on the on the surface and just being like um, in the matrix. <laughs> no, I a thousand percent. And I'm a huge believer yeah. in like in like DNA. I think that there's things in yeah. my like my grandfather. Uh, like he was, he was, he was an entrepreneur. He had a candy business and I'm very entrepreneurial, like from the get, like, I just remember just, I, I was the guy on my sports teams that sold all the coupons for even my other teammates. We, you know, to do the fundraiser to get the sweatshirts, whatever, stuff like that. Like just came very natural. To yeah. me. So I think it's important for everyone to take yeah. a take a minute and study who they, who they are and came from. And that's really sick. I'm excited to yeah. Some of these and learn more about these characters because I'm a huge, my man. I love like any kind of stories of of history, the past, you know, the greats, things of that nature. So this is right up my alley. Yeah. Um. Yeah. All right. So let Thank me. Thank you very much. No, I'm excited. I'm excited for you, Ocean. So let me just ask you a couple, a few questions, and then I'll ask you a fun question. And then we'll we'll get this one, but I'd love to have you back on later on, maybe after you guys launch. I'm sure you have a lot of work to do before then. But one question I want to ask yeah. is, how big's your team? How do you find your team members? What's that process been like for you as an NFT creator? Okay, yeah. So we have um, for the artists, we are four artists. Um, there was one that was absent for a long time, so. Uh, we kind of delayed the work, but we are four artists. Um, so I'm like the one that like does the sketches and some 3D work, and but the rest they handle the 3D work. So I'm like the creative director, I'm creative director and um, art director basically. Um, then we have um, like social media uh, managers, like community managers. We have about three of them. Um, we have. Um, the, How did you find um, those? How did like, you find your community map? How did you find your community? Yeah. Yes. Members? Okay, so when I had this idea, um, it was just us, the artists, that were working on this. And we discovered, we, we quickly discovered that we could not manage this on our own. We were just the artists. <laughs> uh, we could not handle publicity, we could not do everything. So, um, and we, we did not want it to be just um, a random drop of 30 characters that uh, people would like and buy for like 50 either and maybe sell on the secondary market for higher. We didn't want it to be small and um, um, in one corner that's just people will just see and appreciate and just sit down in people's entities inside in, in people's wallets we wanted it to be as wide as possible so that people will see so um, i approached um wada and um they have a team or like say we have a team we approach wada to like okay so what can we do to um to this project and wada has like legs in the community people that um, they have connections and likes so we started having this conversation and a lot of people when they saw the ad they were interested they sold immediately so that's where the whole thing came from and um, even today we will still be having meetings um even after this meeting we have like um, a meeting to discuss um, i have like two meetings but yeah like it has been a process that i've really enjoyed um and it hasn't been that it hasn't hasn't been it has been stressful in a way but it has been rewarding because it is a project that I, I sits close to my heart basically so um, even if a lot of yeah, even if, that you're saying man i can like yeah. i i don't always feel them from people i'm talking to yeah. i can feel your words when you talk about the project 
whatever that means. Yeah. I don't know. I just I can feel them. Yes. So. <laughs> it's good. It's good. It's good. I'm very happy. I'm not someone that always talks um, that that much of things. Basically, um, I find it very difficult to find words to express myself sometimes. But when it comes to this project, it's something that um, I have been um, anticipating for a long time because I am an artist at heart and at first, at first so far. And I love to like express myself on the things that are in my environment, and my past, and, and stuff like that. So, like, it is um, it is imperative for me to like honor the people that were before me. Um, if you look at this <laughs> this piece that I said, it's one of those things too. It's like is that is that is Oz just froze for the first time in this interview. We hopped on a previous interview. It was quite a so bit. I have been. Um... Oh, you just froze for a second. So I was telling the audience. Oh, okay. <laughs> we hopped on before, but um, go ahead. Yeah. So, like, um, this this project has been something that's been sitting with me for a while, and I'm just happy that I can see it come to life. Yeah. Like it's coming to life is something that I am very passionate about. To be honest, I don't really care too much about it becoming um, like the money coming into the project and whatever, but the money quite all right is important because I still, we still have a lot of stuff on the roadmap that we want to achieve. Like this is just like the foundation basically. Yeah. Just laying foundation for what's to come. And um, we want each step that we are taking to be something that people will look at and cherish. So when they see the art, they love it. When they see, when they read the story, they love it. And um, when they feel the value, basically, they will keep wanting more from us. And we will try our best like to deliver on each step that we're taking. So that's why we're taking like three, three months each to like execute each part of the um, roadmap. Yeah. Yeah, I like that a lot, man. I'm I'm pretty, you know, I come from the Binance Smart Chain mostly, and there's a lot of utility on the NFTs and the Binance Smart Chain. And what I think people should know, because I'm listening, if our creator is able to launch an NFT project and it doesn't have quote-unquote utility at first, it doesn't mean that it can't gain utility down the road. Because yeah. – Stories right now are changing. Movies are changing. Anime is changing. All these different shows are changing in this NFT format. And right now, what Osh is doing is kind of like the new way to start an IP series. That's the way I view it. And and with that, only in the first, only in the first set. If you believe in Osh's vision, you believe in the roadmap. Do your own research. I'm not a financial advisor, but. It, this story basically is very authentic and it could become more valuable down the road the more of an empire a NFT project does. And I'm not just talking about OSHAs, I'm talking about anything that can be successful down the road, but just to lay that yeah. foundation because a lot of people are asking for more utility. I get it. But at the same time, there's also value to something like this in that direction if you can view it like that too. Yeah, yeah. Totally agree with you. So. Yeah. Osh, let me ask you one more question because I don't want to freeze. <laughs> by, the way, by the way, Osh has chickens and we were on before and all that I could hear was the chickens because he would freeze when he was talking and I would freeze and yeah. chickens would go cock-a-doo-doo. So we had to <laughs> the whole thing, but it went yeah. smoothly this time. So I'm thankful. But um, all right, man. So if you, so listen to this, you're going to nail this because I can tell it because you're a character. Um, if you died today, 
what would yeah. you and like your team continued the project they launched it all good you had this interview with jay crypto all good and what would you want the space of cardano to remember you by mm. uh just the guy on the internet that brought um african icons to life just make people remember these particular people um because um the i feel like i'm a medium basically and no osh just froze right when he was giving his speech and um <laughs> even though i cannot um tell oh you yeah? just you just froze man i'm sorry can you can you can you repeat that <laughs> yes i think you're frozen froze again <laughs> you're frozen man okay yeah. hey um you're back on yeah cuz you froze for a second there man i'm sorry it's like yeah 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 it keeps happening i don't know you don't want me to hear the internet doesn't want me to uh, to, to speak can you hear me yeah i can hear you now okay yeah so as i was saying like one of the things that um i would want to remember for or the thing that i would like to remember for if anything happens is i want to be the guy that um ha, that brought these african uh, characters to life basically. just bringing them to people's minds so because i feel like i'm a medium that um is like i'm put here for a reason one of the reasons is to tell stories and maybe these stories that i meant to tell you are the people that have been um, um iconic in the past and one thing that we need to know or understand is that when we are reminded of the people that have done greatness before us we are in a way planting greatness in ourselves and when we are planting greatness in ourselves we are able to achieve greatness and by that we are passing on the torch to the next generation like letting people understand that okay these things can happen because it all starts from the mind um if we sit down and think about achieving something um it starts with a thought and if we do not have the right motivation to actually do these things we are going to fall flat no matter how able bodied you have you are if you have two hands you have two legs you have your eyes your ears you can talk you have a good brain if you do not have the right motivation or you do not have the right north star i say you won't be able to achieve anything so you just be lost so it's just about finding yourself finding your purpose dude i love that man. i totally agree by the way yeah. um all right osh well that's our time for today man thank you so much though for coming on to the show and uh <laughs> sharing yeah. some some was so, sharing a couple of the stories sharing your project um Oh, she just froze one more time. <laughs> But I appreciate Osh coming on to the show. I'll probably end this if he doesn't unfreeze in again. Oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> oh no. Oh. But anyways, guys. So that's the J Crypto show. I don't know what else to say. Thank you Osh. Thank you to Osh's chickens for chiming in. Osh, we love you. Come back uh maybe when 
like you guys drop, we can check back in, see what happened. But for the J Crypto audience, thanks so much for viewing till the end. All right, ladies and gents, take care.